Yay, you did it! You got your first teacher interview. I am so excited for you. I'm sure you're excited. And one of the first questions coming to your mind are actually many questions like, what should I do? What should I bring to an interview? What what questions should I prepare? What are some tips? What are some things to help me stand out? All of these questions are probably hitting you at once. And I am so excited for you. And like I said, one of the questions might be, what should I bring with me to an interview? Now, there are some instances in my past where I've learned the right things to bring, and I've definitely forgotten a time or two the things that I should have brought to an interview. So, for example, a couple episodes ago, I told you about my trip from New Mexico to Oregon for my interview, and this was the same group of interviews. I had several on the same couple of days, and it was a couple hours before my interview and I was prepping for a kindergarten and fifth grade mini lesson a couple hours before the interview. Talk about stressful. I'm serious. My mom was driving and I was gluing and cutting like a mad dog for my fifth grade lesson. I wanted to bring the resources with me and I wanted to prepare ahead of time, but honestly, with my master's program, student teaching full-time, and a second drop, I it just kind of slipped through the cracks and making sure all my cover letters and everything were here. So I had all my books and major things, but as far as making the resources, I still had to do that. So if you are stressed out and you're wondering, what do I need to bring to an interview? I want to ease this off your plate and help you learn from my mistakes. And here are the top things that you should bring and leave behind when it comes to your teacher interview. And one of the resources I have for you is in the Ultimate Teacher Interview Guide. I actually have a checklist of everything you should bring. That way you don't have to forget anything. You can have everything laid out the night before and you don't have to try to make up or make some resources last minute like I did. Also, I wanted to remind you that this is a four-part podcast series, so if you haven't caught episodes one and two for this part or four-part Ultimate Teacher Interview series, definitely go check out episode one and two, and then don't forget to download the Ultimate Guide because I will be referring it throughout this podcast. So with that being said, here are here is your teacher interview checklist, everything that you want to bring, and what you need to leave behind for your next teacher interview. Hey, teacher bestie. My name's Helena, and I'm the creator of the Present Teacher Podcast. I'm a first-year teacher coach, and in this podcast, you are going to learn everything from simple, actionable classroom management, social learning, and teacher wellness strategies. You know that impact you want to make in the classroom? Well, we're going to make it happen here. Preparing for a teacher interview can be nerve-wracking, but having a checklist ahead of time on what to bring can definitely make you feel more confident the morning of and not prep for your lesson a couple hours before. Everything from important documents, your lesson plans, to your professional dressing, all the way to your cover letters and everything else, it's a great way to have that extra support that has everything covered with everything you need to impress your future employer and land that teaching job. So here are the top things you should bring when it comes to your teacher interview and things to leave behind. I'm adding to this. I didn't put on the list, but charger. Definitely bring a charger. But anyways, First thing you should bring are extra copies of your resume and cover letter. So we talked about this, I believe, in episode one, but 
What I recommend you do as soon as you get that call that you're going to be in an interview, either email the person that set up the interview with you, or if the principal's gotten in touch with you since, or whoever is on the hiring committee, ask them ahead of time how many people are going to be in on your interview. And it doesn't have to be exact, just a general ballpark. So there's a couple reasons to ask this. It's good to kind of know ahead of time, at least for me, what to expect. I've had interviews where there were 25 plus people on the interview committee going round robin. I've had also where there were five people and I had 30 questions in 25 minutes or 20 minutes. More on that story later. But it's good to know ahead of time to kind of wrap your mind around what to expect. And like I said, I've also had an interview where it was just me and the principal or vice principal. And so it's nice to know what to expect. But also, I highly recommend that you make a copy of your resume, cover letter, and lesson plan or your portfolio, depending, you know, what kind of portfolio it is for every single person who's on the committee. This will help for several several ways. First, it shows that you're prepared. Two, it's that little detail that matters a lot. Three, it shows that, again, you're willing to go the extra mile and take that extra step. And then fourth, it's easier for people who are trying to listen to your interview, be able to also see a copy of everything instead of trying to pass it around and try to remember whose resume was with which candidate. And now I'm talking from a hiring committee standpoint. So ask ahead of time how many people are going to be interviewing you. And then I always add two extra copies. It's better to have extra than not enough. And there's a couple of reasons for this. I have been in or seen or been on committees, hiring committees or in interviews where people just joined in the interview last minute and we didn't get notified or I didn't get notified, but it didn't matter because there were two extra copies or extra copies already there. So ask ahead of time how many people are going to be there and then add two to whatever um, you know, however many they tell you just to be safe. So that's tip number one, I guess tip number two, cause charger tip number two is you definitely want to bring your teaching portfolio with your lesson plans and student work examples, teacher portfolio, if you're bringing one or if you're making one. So Again, this can include your lesson plans, maybe student work samples. If you student taught, you can um, do from the beginning to the end to show the progress and any materials that show your teaching skills and experience. A teaching portfolio specifically can help you stand out from other candidates and demonstrate your ability to plan and deliver effective lesson plans. Candidates who took the extra step for teaching portfolio definitely did stand out when it came to the hiring committee, but it's definitely not required. Just keep that in mind if it's something you want to do or not. Again, just make sure to only include materials that are relevant to the position you are applying for. So if I'm applying for a high school I don't know, a high school position, and one of my placements was an upper, was a secondary, and one was elementary. I'm not necessarily going to include my work samples from my elementary primary days because it's not really relevant. So make sure you tailor your teaching portfolio to whatever position you're applying for. And then also, I talked about it in the last episode. If you haven't had a chance, go go check what I'm talking about, but refer back to the mission statement. Whenever you can throw in or tailor your portfolio even a little bit to what 
the mission statement is, definitely do that. The next tip or item you should bring with you to the interview is definitely bring questions you want to ask the interviewer. One important item to bring to a teacher interview is those list of questions you want to ask. You don't want to, please don't do this, please don't wait and just not write them down and then expect yourself to remember by the end of the interview what questions you had. Now, if you've been doing this several times and you have your default three, four questions, that's totally fine, but I recommend writing them down because you are going to be so focused, hyper-focused on, you know, implementing the mission statement, using your examples, implementing those stories, and effectively answering those interview questions that you might lose those questions completely and have none, and you definitely want to ask those questions. So here are some, um... And then also when you ask questions, it shows that you're interested in the position and you've done your research. Here are some questions to consider, which are, what is the school's approach to discipline? How does the school support professional development? Another question to ask is, what can I expect next in the process? And they will tell you when they're coming to a decision. I love asking that question. There's some specific questions you can ask to look for green flags or red flags, however you want to word it or whatever you want to look for. But this is a great time. Remember, you are interviewing the school as much as the school is interviewing you, you want to make sure your next teaching position aligns with you and aligns with your values. So write those questions ahead of time and bring them with you. The next thing I recommend you bring is thank you cards for the interview. While it's not necessarily you want to bring something to the interview itself, it's always a good idea to have thank you cards ready to go in your car. That way you can jot down the names if you can write them down or remember them in your car or pretty close after. This shows your appreciation for the interviewers or interview committee's time and consideration and it can help keep you on top of mind and come back in for like a checkup almost, just a nonchalant check-in with the process. Make sure to personalize each card and mention specific things you discussed during the interview that made you stand out or that you're passionate about, whether it was your teaching philosophy, why you're passionate to be a teacher, any of these, but make sure to send a thank you card and it'll help make you stand out among other candidates because a lot of people miss this extra step. The next tip I have for you is to actually bring paper to write down any notes. I have a specific, um, I actually got this black like professional folder from choir and I just stuck copy paper or lined paper inside of it, but getting like a cheap little professional folder and bring it with you that has not only your questions that you want to ask them, but scratch pieces of paper is a good idea. That way you can jot down any important information or questions you may have. Some things I like to do is after the interview, after I've answered their questions, sometimes I don't always remember their answers to my questions, so I like to jot down some notes. This can also show the interviewer that you are organized and prepared, and you can use this notebook to write down the names of the interviewers, any important dates or deadlines, and any questions you may have about the position or the school or follow-up questions while they're answering your question. Maybe you have another question come into mind, or like I said, you can jot down the names of the people that are in the interview that way when you go write your thank you cards, you have their names. So definitely make sure to have paper to write down any notes. 
The next piece of advice of something I recommend you bring is mini lesson materials and lesson plans. Definitely don't wait until, um, definitely don't wait until the last minute to prepare your materials for your lesson plan or your mini lesson, but make sure you have it all set up, ready to go ahead of time. Learn from my mistake. This can demonstrate your teaching skills and give the interviewer a better idea of how you would approach teaching in their classroom. Those mini lessons, make sure they are sweet, short. They show the objective, everything they typically look for in your observations, whether that was student teaching or in the classroom. And make sure that your standards are aligned. Don't forget to bring those materials. I would even make a mini list of everything that you need for that lesson. And then don't forget to bring your lesson plans. Again, this went up with your cover letter. Two extra from everyone who's going to be attending your mini lesson. The next piece of advice I have for you is to bring a sample lesson plan. Now, let's say that you're not necessarily required to do a mini lesson. I still recommend you bring a lesson plan anyways, because bringing a sample lesson plan to a teacher interview can be a great way to showcase your teaching skills and demonstrate your ability to plan lessons. So make sure to choose a lesson that aligns with the grade level that you're applying for. If it's several, then just choose one of those that you're applying for if you're applying for a school that has several. Um, But make sure to bring a lesson plan that goes into depth, not really a weekly synopsis, but back in those college days where we did, you know, those long lesson plans, every time I brought one of those to an observation or an interview, I got a lot of compliments. So make sure to bring that and bring extra with you to the interview. Now, with that being said, here are three things that you should definitely not bring to an interview, or at least I wouldn't recommend. The first one, I don't recommend bringing a drink, maybe a water in case you want, you know, a bottle of water in case your mouth gets dry or something, but I tend to not bring drinks with me just because I'm always cautious that I might spill on any of the stuff I've prepared and I can't exactly go down the hallway and make coffee, so I tend to leave my drinks inside the car. The second thing I don't recommend is definitely don't chew gum during your interview. Um, True story, I've definitely been on a hiring committee where someone was chewing gum. Not that gum is bad, but they were definitely smacking their gum while they were talking and okay, it was just distracting. I couldn't really focus on their interview. But also a third thing I recommend leaving, at least in the car, is your phone. I don't know about you, but in order for my classroom to run smoothly, I have a lot of alarms on my phone. The last thing I want is somebody calling me or, you know, um, my alarms going off. So I tend to leave my phone in my car. Now, you definitely don't have to bring or do that. I just, it's something that, you know, you might want to consider if you feel comfortable or if you want to, that's definitely something to keep in mind. Thank you so much for joining me on this ultimate checklist of what to do and do not bring to a teacher interview. There were a couple things that I didn't mention. I didn't want to make this a super lengthy podcast episode, so definitely go download that checklist. I already wrote everything down for you, so you could just check off the night before everything you need for the interview. And the next podcast episode in part four of this series, we are going to be talking about um, what teacher interview questions the top teacher interview questions you should be preparing for and how to answer them effectively and to incorporate a way that makes you stand out or 
involve those mission statements or values inside your questions. So make sure to hit the follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on part four. And then I also want to invite you I also wanted to invite you to the Thriving Teacher Interview Workshop. This is a workshop I'm hosting at the end of this month that I would love for you to be a part of. In this series, I've walked you through things that you definitely or can use and you can run off with to land your dream job. But if you are wanting more support, if you're wanting a step-by-step on how to go from research to landing your dream job, That way you can start prepping and researching what you need in your classroom, start getting all the things and making your wish list. Then I would love for you to come join me inside this workshop. I am so excited to see you there. I'll be walking you through everything you need to know to land your teacher interview as well as a workbook guide and a lot more other goodies. So definitely there's the link in the podcast show notes. Definitely click on that to find out more. Otherwise, I will see you in the next episode and I will talk to you later, teacher bestie. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope that you were able to take away some value that will help you thrive inside and out of the classroom. It would mean the world to me if you could take five seconds right now and leave a review on this podcast. And if you found this podcast especially helpful, make sure to take a screenshot of this episode right now and tag me on your socials to let me know you're listening. As always, remember that we are stronger together with all the love in the world, Helena, aka the present teacher. See you next time, teacher bestie.